What's up, guys? This is The Nest with the boys, Mike, Tony, and Harrison. Kaka. This is The Nest. Coming back at you with another episode in one of our uh, studios. This is this the is official studio, official. okay? I know you've seen us in many. This is official. Look at this. We got flags up in here. We've got the troop flag. The old troop flag. The legit troop flag. The real troop flag. We've got the American flag. We even got freedom. We even got Andy in the background here. Yep, we got the egg. And we have Egg. Yeah. Um, shout out to Allie Who. Yeah, shout Allie out to Hoo. Allie Who, our sponsor. Go ahead and look him up. A-L-L-Y-H-O-O dot com. Allie Who. Energetic intro for you guys. Yeah, we're coming at this hot. So, uh, for those of you who keep up to date with the page, which you should if you're an American, um... <laughs> We recently posted a uh, quote-unquote merit badge short, which hopefully will be getting shorter and uh, more of. Well, 20 minutes ain't too bad. That's not yeah. I'd, I'd like to see him closer to 10. We had well, we, we had, covered two requirements. Yeah, no. Had we should just cover a whole badge. Had we stuck with the brakes and out the tires, it probably still would have been like 11 or 12 yeah, minutes. Fair. So hopefully we can clean those up for you guys in the future. They'll get better. I mean, we've got like, what, 138 of them to do. So 39. Yeah, we've, we've got plenty of time. That's um, nothing, dude. So, one thing that was brought in a comment um, about the last podcast, our bonfire chat. Episode 021. Zero, yeah, 021. Zero, yeah. um, one thing that was interesting, uh, so we missed <laughs> Top Gun, not an Air Force. You guys hit us pretty hard. Not an Air Force movie, it's a naval flight movie, which, you know what? We love the construction. I think I knew that. <laughs> but I must have forgot. We love a constructive criticism, but our scoutmaster went overboard with this. <laughs> None of these matter. Hey, and you know what? I want to see more participation in the comments section. Um, I want to see some shares too. So you've been getting one for each video. That's my good. <laughs> I should I should be sharing them as well. I, we um, can't see who shares it. No, it's my mom. Yeah. <laughs> just know it's shared. And so uh, 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 another cool thing was. With the merit badge short, um, automobiling was kind of like the original version of this merit badge, even though it turned into, I think, traffic safety. Um, well, it turned into automotive safety, which turned into traffic safety. And then autom auto mechanics was introduced, and then automotive maintenance replaced it. Um, but the, the original five requirements for automobiling in 1911, great year, was... Demonstrate how to start a motor, explaining the precautions should be taken that should be taken, and you have to remember that you had crank automobiles at this time. Uh, take off and put on pneumatic tires. Wow. Um, know the functions of the clutch, carburetor, valves, magneto, spark plug, differential camshaft, and different speed gears, and be able to explain difference between a two and four cycle motor. Know how to put on burning gas or how to put out burning gasoline or oil, and have satisfactorily passed the requirements to receive a license to operate an automobile in the community in which you live. I think that's pretty cool. That you had to get a license to pass the merit badge. Well, how was the age back then? I know it wasn't sixteen. It was whenever you could, right? Might have been twelve. I don't know. Nineteen eleven. Like these guys are walking around. Today, if you live on a farm, you could get your license by thirteen to help out your family on the farm. <laughs> I think, so, though, isn't that just for specific vehicles? Like Wait, what's the note here? It might be. 
his question. I'll come. Oh, we'll deal with that yeah, in a little we'll bit. Get there later. Do you um, know it? No, I don't. No, no one knows it. No one knows um, it. Okay. That's a new segment. So, okay. One thing I wanted to bring up, uh, back to the whole fundraising, is that, I mean, fundraising is pretty important for a troop, for any program that's uh, non-profit, right? Mm -hmm. right. Um, recently, like, we, we went to the last uh, planning meeting. And, committee meeting. Yeah, committee meeting, yeah. and we found out that there were some recent changes in how to go about paying to register for scouting, and that it's kind of gotten a little more expensive. Just a little. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> it's getting up there. Um, I think one thing that these boys could do, if they do get more fundraising, which fundraising is important, you learn like the value of a dollar, you learn how to work for stuff. Um, I mean, we discussed the pros and cons of it at the meeting, but they could fundraise, put money into their own account, and that could help cover their registration. You know, so that's always, always an option, which is kind of cool in scouting. Mm -hmm. That initial, like, someone's going to have to pay that first payment. But even as a troop, we could, uh, it depends on the direction that the senior patroller wants to take it. But that was just an idea that I had. If people have trouble paying for it, we could have a fund in the troop for that to help supplement that. You know, if we can knock it down from whatever it is, say it's, it's not this, these aren't the real numbers, but say it's 20 bucks. And people have a hard time paying that twenty bucks, and we can knock it down to say ten. The troop can cover half. I mean, that's a big deal, you know. And it would take consistent fundraising, not just fundraising for a, a certain goal, but the troop really should be fundraising all the time for certain things. Because if you're doing it, like had we been, if we'd been fundraising consistently for the last six years, they wouldn't be having this issue. You know what I mean? We'd be rich. Like, we wouldn't have to be getting on the horse right now. We were supplemented for a while by the Scoutmaster Bucky program, but then people stopped volunteering to help with that, and that went away, you know, which was a good source of income for us. Uh, not, well, maybe not income, a good resource for us. And we still have that as a resource from Air Badges, but no longer for funding. You know, that, that just goes strictly to the Scoutmaster Bucky program, which it should, because a lot of money goes into that program, making that happen. But we need to get on the ball with that. We still yeah. not. Do they still have a plan for fundraising this time around? I think we'll probably find out tonight. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this is pre-meeting, by the way. We're going to a meeting after this. It is currently six thirty-five. Hopefully, we make uh, it. What on time, time is it? Six thirty-five. It's pretty early in the morning. It's 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 night. It's eighteen thirty-six, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> shoot. Well, what's this new segment he wants us to? Let's just open yeah, okay, it. Let's just open so, it. So, for those of you who aren't involved in scouting, and for those of you who are involved in scouting, um, there is a function that the Scoutmaster plays in each meeting called the Scoutmaster Minute, where they're supposed to impart, uh, you know, worldly advice on to us young scouts. Well, our... Old Scoutmaster, the current Scoutmaster of our troop, Scoutmaster Bucky, asked if he could play a role in the podcast as he is, uh, you know, one of our sponsors. Um, if you have merit badge needs, go to Scoutmaster Bucky, great resource. Dot com. Um, dot com, yep, and sign up for one of their merit badge sessions. You can, I mean, I earned so many of mine through that. Yeah, like I earned three. 
probably seventy like percent. Like all of yours. I only went to two Scoutmaster Bucky's. Really? Where'd you get all the other so ones? I know you weren't going to Scoutmaster. Many point. My dad was a counselor for two of them. And Scoutmaster Bucky. Usually That's it, it huh? Usually well, yeah, it well, you only had, like, 23. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, okay. So if you're a underachiever, um, but Average. for quality Eagle Scouts, <laughs> like Tony and I, um, they're a good resource. You can knock out a lot of merit badges that way. And, I mean, you got to come with your prereqs done. We'll, we'll probably go over good strategies for classes at another time. Yeah. But anyway, so he decided to, or he was wondering if he could pose a question to us as young people mm -hmm. as part of a segment that I like to call Scoutmaster Bucky's Desperate Reach to the Youth. <laughs> like so let's see what he wants to know. <laughs> let's see what he wants to know. Uh, let's see. Read it together. No, let me hold it. I'll read it. Let me hold it. Fine. The most useful eagle require merit badge and why? Ooh, that's a good one. You know, I, I know we've Fishing. discussed the most <laughs> important one, or what we felt was the most important. Which yeah. one was that? Uh, all well, all of us did. I think we, we came up with, I think, like citizenship in the community or citizenship that's in the community. Yeah. Yeah. We, that was what we thought of the most important citizenship one. Oh, of the three. Oh, yeah. of the three. Okay. So, what's the most useful, though? So, usefulness is different than importance. You know, because no, like, right. my knife is useful, but water is important. Okay. Excuse me, guys, I have to actually look at a list of Eagle Merit badges. <laughs> They're the majority of the ones you have! I don't have my sash right 13 now. 13 or 21! <laughs> okay. <coughs> well, let's just go, okay? Let's, uh, life-saving, emergency prep, cooking, communication, citizenship, world, nation, community, camping, and many others that I can't find. All right, so Mike, when you picture your sash, they're the ones in silver. I know what they look like, Harrison. Oh, you know what? I do. I do think that first day would probably be the most useful. Why? Well, I mean, think if you're put in a situation where you need to have certain first aid skills, no first responders are available at the time, and it's something like what's uh, something that's common choking. You know, people are choking on something. You could be at a d dinner table with your family. No one knows the Heimlich or no one knows how to, you know, calm you down if you're in shock afterwards. So it's like, that would be a useful skill to have, knowing your first aid, general first aid. So that's why I think first aid. Okay. <laughs> Don't look at me like yeah, Well, you know, actually to your point, not that I'm agreeing with you that it's the most useful, but I think that it's an important one because similarly to gun safety courses, Okay, mm -hmm. you may not need to know how to shoot a gun. You may not need to know how to put an ankle in a splint, but the knowledge of the situation limits your fear of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not worried about holding a firearm because I know how to use one and I know how to operate one. I'm not worried when I get a cut on my thumb and I'm up on a roof because I know how to patch it up and heal. You know, whereas other people, they, they, I mean, some people, they freak out when they get a cut. They go, oh, oh. And they, a lot of people throw up when they see blood. But. <laughs> so the heck what? I'm just saying, having knowledge of it can empower you. It's just, it's useful. That's the one I felt was most useful. Yeah. All right. What do you Don't, think of that, Tony? Do you agree with them or you disagree? 
I, he thinks cycling is. I'm I sure. think you're right. I think cycling is the most. <laughs> like, I don't think you're right. <laughs> I don't think you're right, but I agree with you that it is a very useful one. Well, what do you think is the most useful? I think the most useful one and the most important one to me is uh, personal fitness. Oh, good choice. Come on. Good choice. Go I was, was going to go that way. Amateur hour. Why do you think? Hear my reasoning. So, like, you have all these other ones, but at the basis, at the basics, you have physical fitness, which is taking care of yourself physically. Mm. None of the other ones matter if you can't keep yourself healthy. I would agree. I would agree. That's fair, yeah. Um, my whole thing is strength is, in my opinion... Strength is one of the main cornerstones of a happy life. Um, and people often give me crap about this. I'm, I'm a follower of Mark Ripito and his philosophies on strength training. But a weak man is not as happy as that same man if he were strong. Okay? Because, not not because he can lift... 400 pounds off the ground in a deadlift but because his back no longer hurts after picking up his kid you know or because he can now take a 60 pound bag of cement off the shelf in his garage easily he can walk up a tall set of stairs without huffing and puffing you know he can provide things to people who can't do it themselves and he's now a, a caregiver or provider um, if you say swimming, for instance, right? Obviously, basis in physical fitness. If you're not physically fit, you're not going to be able to swim. What is it like, four hundred meters or whatever? Um, yeah. That might have been lifeguard certification. I forget. I did it at the same time. Um, yeah. Same thing with cycling. Like five hundred. Yeah. Five hundred yards. Yeah, not yeah. meters. Um, same thing with first aid. Let's say Mike breaks his leg. <coughs> out in the middle of the woods, and, well, I didn't bring my compass, and you don't have your uh, fancy watch on with a GPS. So, what are we going to do? Well, we can carry him, except Tony and I, instead of hitting the gym, we've been hitting the sticks and playing some video games. Um, we can't carry him, Mike, so see ya. Ooh. You know, <laughs> shouldn't have broke your leg. It doesn't matter, I'll... Walk it out, you know. <laughs> you can walk it off, huh? Because you're physically fit. The, everything you just said, said, story of my life, you know. I'm the most physically fit person I know. Um, I'll tell you what, you know what people think when they think of Mike Moore? What? Pure athlete. Pure athlete. I mean, like, comparisons in my mind. Dwayne Johnson, Kyrie Irving, Pee Herman. More so Pee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think physical fitness is the most useful. It's the one that's going to keep you alive the longest, and it's the one that's just going to make you the best person. I mean, so this came up in my sociology class today, because I had sociology today, and I was going to bring this up on the podcast. Because I came home, my mom goes, hey, how's class? I'm like, it stunk. Why'd it stink? Because I don't like my teacher, because I disagree with everything she says that she's teaching me. Oh, I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to say anything in class because i got a podcast to rant about it on. So I'm going to rant about it. Good, good. That's what we wanted to hear. So my teacher today, she's sitting there. First off, she trashes capitalism, which... We live here. I mean, do we need more examples than, like, 
Mao and Hitler and uh, Stalin. Russia, Stalin, yeah, um, doesn't work very well. But anyway, <laughs> what she says, well, she was reading us from to us from an article, and this article was saying how humans need to come away from the physical brutalness of nature and really explore the mind, which uses the most energy of the body. No organ uses as many calories as the mind. Um, we really need to sit down and think about things. And I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm like, lady, um, or excuse me, I'll be respectful, ma'am, the only reason why you have a safe place to think is because people before you have killed off all the bears. Okay? I mean, and that wasn't done without brute physical force. Humans as an organism are not very effective at surviving. You know, we have no onboard weapons as far as claws and teeth go when you compare us to wolves, bears, mountain lions, predators that are in North America and specifically Minnesota. You know, we have... No way of surviving these harsh conditions without clothing, or houses, or heat. Most people, if they forget their phone at their house, they're lost. So it's like, don't sit there and tell me that the mind is more important than the body. you got to take care of yourself. I'd have to agree with her. Really, Mike? No, is that because you're such an intellectual? Because, uh, <laughs> like, your mind controls the vessel. Well, your body is the vessel, and your thoughts don't mean nothing if you can't enact them, you know? Mm -hmm. You need to be healthy. That's just the bottom line. I mean, to be good at anything you're involved in. I don't know, I just, when I hear people say that, like, let's just talk about it. You know, why do we need to do things? How do you think we got a building here to talk in and to spread knowledge in, you know? How do you think the podium you're speaking to me from was built? From someone exerting force, you know? Or someone exerting force to build a machine to build that thing, you know? I hope when I start Normandale in January, I don't have a teacher like that. Because unlike you, I would not be able to keep my big mouth shut. <laughs> well, I, I did bring up a couple things. She brought up Canada today, and I'm like, oh, don't even bring up Canada's health care. She goes, yeah, well, I have a friend who <coughs> recently got a hit replacement up in Canada, and you wouldn't believe what she paid for it. It was like, uh, I think she said $400, but in my mind, she said 40 It was nothing compared to what you pay for here. I raised my hand. Yeah, um, do you know how long your friend waited to get that hip replaced? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, it was a while. I'm like, yeah, it was a while, okay? So what if I still work, and I need a hip replaced, and I'm 50? She was like, well, I think they prioritize. I'm like, yeah, but... I'm not the one who's telling them that I'm a priority. They're the ones figuring out who's the priority. And if Tiny Tim needs a heart transplant, he's probably going to get the room before me, you know? You want to get a word in on this, Tony? Not really. It's another one of his rants. Yeah. Just calm down first. <laughs> but it, it just drives me crazy. I'm just sitting there going, I, I want to say stuff. No one participates, okay? Everyone in there is left wing. I can tell by the reactions. No one participates, and 
I am the only one who raises their hand. No one else says nothing. The teacher sits there, poses a question, no one says anything, and then she just answers it. I'm like, all right, well, I gotta say something here. I'm not just gonna sit here and listen to this lady talk for the whole class. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I gotta fly a little bit under the radar because I want to get great. You know? Oh, she can't fail you for speaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they can. They can fail you for whatever they want. I mean, they'll, they'll make up a reason, you know, but they can give you whatever grade they feel like. College is a lawless wasteland. Yeah, I mean, you're paying this woman to sit there and tell me that Marxism is the way to go. And I'm like, no. And she goes, the problem with a capitalist society is that it's a win-lose situation. Someone's got to win, and when someone wins, someone else loses. And I'm just sitting there thinking, yeah, well, what if these losers decide they want to win for once? Well, they can only do that in a capitalist society. In a communist or a socialist society... You're going to have people who are just freeloading, you know? And believe it or not, people will... There's a, you, do you guys know what the Pareto dis distribution is? No. So, it's a pattern that occurs in nature. Um, if you have any source or any resource that's limited, the majority of it will go to a very small percentage... There will be a large percentage of the middle who get some, and there will be a small percentage at the bottom who get none. That happens with anything. If we were to redistribute the wealth to everyone, that all the wealth that's in the U.S., to everyone in the U.S., I bet you it is in the same pockets at the end of 10 years. That's just how it works. Because people who want will work for it, and people who don't value it will lose it. That's just how it happens. All right, so what I'm getting out of this is Mike Harrison, 2044. We doing it? Is that is that when we can run? I think, I mean, I'll, I'll, hold on. <laughs> I'll be 45 by the... All right, all right, so 2038. Because you have yeah. to be 35 to run for yeah. the Yeah. 2038, Mike and Harrison for president. 36. 36, Mike and Harrison for president. More with more. Yep. First... Transgender president. <laughs> right there. First president that didn't go to Harvard and he has a GPA lower of 1.8. Right there. Right here. <laughs> we yeah. will fix this society that doesn't need really much fixing at all. But we're, we're going to take what Trump does and we're going to run with it. We're going to. Um, it's just going to be 40 years Trump after the back. Times 10. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this one goes up to 11. <laughs> Zero to 100. Real quick. Real quick. I don't know. Well, what do you, do you... I mean, does that not bug you when people say, hey, how about everyone just be equal? I'll tell you what. Most of my high school... That sounds kind of weird eye context. I, mean, yeah, I know. Mo I get what you mean. Most of my time spent senior year in high school, you know, the election year. Yep. 2016. Spent arguing with teachers. Great year. Who said similar stuff that your teacher's saying now. Unlike college, I was able to say... What I thought in high school and pissed these teachers off to a point to where they asked me to leave the room a bunch of times. And my fellow peers would be like, oh, Mike's wrong. And like two other kids would be agreeing with me, but they didn't want to say anything. Well, that's what we're with silent majority. Yeah. And when, hey, let me clarify now, because I know someone's going to take a clip of that eventually. But me saying, doesn't it bug you that people want everyone to be equal? It's not that I don't want everyone to be equal, okay? I believe in equal opportunity, but that does not equate to equal outcome. 
all right? Not everyone who tries will succeed. There's just, so, sometimes you're just a loser. And I hate to tell you that, you know, I hate to tell you that. I'm not pointing any fingers at all or gesturing in any way, but sometimes you're just a natural born loser. And quitter. Yeah, well, well quitter's different, okay? Quitter's just, I don't want to hear from. But if you're a loser, okay, and, and being a loser means you did try. And you, hey, and just because you're not the best at it doesn't mean you lost, you know? There are how many entrepreneurs, and only one of them is Steve Jobs? So it's like, you can still do well without making a billion dollars. You can still make 500 grand and be fine. You know, I'm not going to scoff at making 80 grand a year for my product. Um, but you got to put forth some effort. You're not entitled to be successful, you know. Glad we have this dead air. Are you, are you done with your rant? <laughs> yeah, well, do you have another subject to talk about? No, no one else is bringing anything I, else up. Well, we're scared to interrupt you. Oh, and another point I wanted to make about my teacher. I'm my what? gosh darn garage, no. too. <laughs> no, I'm done talking about the teacher. But uh, that's just, that, that bugs me, you know? It bugs me when people, they sit here and scream for equal outcome. And I'm like, sometimes... You're going to start at ground zero. Say you just immigrated to the U.S. You work your butt off here for 30 years. You retire from, you know, a mid-level job. That's just, yeah, you know, that, that's just your lot in life. But you, that that's more success than you might have had had you not come to the U.S. and tried. Had you stayed in a society where you're only going to have what the government gives you. What they say, this is your share. Thank Tim over there for growing it. You know? But you can then set your kids up to be more successful. Raise the bar. You don't have to be the most successful person to be successful. But you should strive to have more than what you have now. And money's not everything either. You look at a lot of politicians, they value power you know, quote-unquote, over money. Or uh, power lifters value physical strength over uh, musical talent, you know? Because you only have so much, like, just like money, time is a limited or a limited um, resource. You only have so much of it. But you have more control over time. Oh, yeah, you have 100% of control over time. And people who say that you don't are wrong. I mean, you just... Do you have to work? Evidently not. You should, you know, if you want to be comfortable. But you don't have to. You can get up in the morning before work and go for a run if you want to lose weight. You can go to bed later if you want to watch a television show. You can be like Mike and leave at 10 o'clock to get to work at noon. Sometimes I actually do that. <laughs> Take a pit stop along the way. No, I don't. Not all the time. Sometimes I do go into work early. But tires need to be done. I'll go on. Oh, shoot. We got a phone call from Jeremy. Should we answer it? Live? Yeah. Put it on speaker. Put him on speaker. Yeah. <coughs> Jeremy. You're on the nest. This is the nest. Yeah. Uh, Live. I'm a fan of the 
podcast. I was calling in. I wanted to get in on this. Good. All right. Yeah. Is that why you called for real? Yeah. Hey, Jeremy, we got a question. Hey, so Jeremy is another Eagle Scout, okay? Yes. Right. He's mid-level for our troop. Yep. Um, Jeremy, what's the most useful Eagle-required merit badge and why? Bucky Good wants question. to know. What do, you, what do you mean I'm mid-level of the troop? <laughs> I mean, you had more merit badges than Mike. <laughs> they probably can't hear it, but he said Mike barely made it to Eagle Scout. <laughs> nah, Jeremy, answer the question now. Please. Most useful mare badge. No, Eagle, Eagle mare badge. Eagle required? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> Do you need a reminder of what they are? Sure, sure. Okay, so let's see here. We have cooking, citizenship no. in the nation, citizenship no. in the world, Citizenship nope. in the community, nope. cycling, hiking, biking, nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> e-prep, first aid, first aid, life-saving, personal fitness, personal management. Is that it? That's it. I didn't keep track. I didn't. I didn't. Those are some important ones. Yeah. Jeremy, important merit badge. Go. I'm thinking the first aid one was pretty good. Right. Oh, that's, that's what, what I said. said. Okay, These two idiots are saying the personal fitness. Well, Harrison's got no brains and all broad, so of course he would say that. <laughs> I'm not sure why Tony would say that. No, exactly. Because <laughs> he's jacked. They, hey, they, hey, they tiebreaker. What's the, you're, you're, you're kind of an scout. Yeah. What's, uh, what's, what's the most useful eagle required merit badge and why? I think Did it's I personal management. What, what was the question I answered? <laughs> That's the same one! <laughs> it's Andy's turn now, Jeremy. I think it's oh. personal management. He oh, says personal geez. management. You're supposed to be the tiebreaker, not another... God dang it. Well, man. if you want me to pick between first aid and personal fitness, yes. I would pick first aid. Ah, ah, see, ah. it's important that you pick that, because the people who pick personal fitness can make you use those skills. Ah. <laughs> We gotta wrap this up, guys. We no, we meeting. don't. Aren't we going to the meeting? We got another half hour podcast, man. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know when it started or whatever. Brian's at the meeting right now with all the scouts. Oh, yeah, we know that. Well, yeah, but we were gonna put an hour and we started at 6.30. Oh, okay. Ah. Right. Uh, 18.30. Um, what, do you guys, what do you upload that on? Yeah, watch it. Facebook. Facebook. Oh. Watch our most... Find that on there. Don't all you have to do is look up the Nest podcast. Alrighty. Um... Are you, Are you excited for uh, October, Jeremy? It is October. I'm excited for the dates October 27th through the 29th in particular. Yeah, that, that's a good date, right? Yeah, you can't come. Me and Harrison call the back seat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Is Tony driving? Tony yeah, I'm driving. driving. Yeah, actually, uh, you're so bad at driving. <laughs> We're taking the van. Yeah, you almost killed us on the way to Belle Plaine. How are we ever going to make it to North Dakota? Hey, he did bring us to camp. He, well, I did bring you to camp. But we almost hit the trailer. True. But trailer we did make time. it there two hours earlier than we thought. The past few times <laughs> I've been in your car, Tony, I've almost died. <laughs> You're welcome to drive. No, I... No. <laughs> your bag is for, Mike. That's why they put it there. <laughs> I don't want to put miles on my truck to get out of North Dakota. <laughs> If I had less mileage, I would. Yeah, no, we're, we're pumped to come, Jeremy. We've been doing nothing yeah. but talking about it, man. The snow's melted, and I don't think it's coming back for a while, so. Yeah. Good, good. Snow melted good. here, too. 
sounded kind of weird when he said that, Mike. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not gonna lie. You guys, you guys gotta bring some stuff up. I don't know what, but some stuff. Okay, yeah. well, we're gonna bring costumes to go to parties. I don't think we're going, you're going to parties there, so I mean, maybe you can go along, but... Well, I, I, I know people in the frats there. How? My yeah. wrestling partner. Huh. Jake McGann. Not a youth. Um, Trev. Trev doesn't go there. Oh, oh yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah, his Trev. This yeah, Trev. we got to talk to Trevor, man. Cause yeah, Trevor, Trevor goes off on the parties, though. Yeah, well, I don't well, think I want to be seen in public with him. him. <laughs> no, I don't want him on the podcast. No, that's fine. We don't need to talk to Trevor. Tell him we're going to have a good discussion with him when we get there because he really disappointed us when you told us that he was staying. Oh, and they said that. They don't want you on their podcast, but then you gotta discuss him because after I told him that you were actually gonna be staying here, Harrison was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're laughing. Good. Kind of low blow, guys. Hey, hey, we don't want him on the podcast, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> All right. We're just kidding, Trub. We love you. Jeremy, we'll have you on live when we see you, man. Jeremy, we're gonna we're gonna hang up now, right? <laughs> All right, you have fun with your uh, podcast thing. Talk to you later. Peace out. See ya. I hope that caught some of that. So that was Jeremy. He is one of the uh, um, more recent Eagle Scouts coming out of the troop, right? I think he, he got his before me and Mike. Oh, did he? Mike and I. Okay. okay. Yeah, we got ours at the same time. He was like two, three. Yeah, months. yeah, because it was yeah. you, you two, and Inca kind of tagged yeah. in there. I, for some reason in my mind, Jeremy got it with Yinka. No. no. It was the three of us. Did Jeremy get his around the same time that Andrew got his? Or after no, Andrew? No, after. It was like two after or three months Andrew. before okay. Tony and I. And yeah. Okay. Andrew was right after you, I thought. You? Oh, no, you got yours at like 15 or 16. Didn't you? I, I know I got mine before him. Um, I don't know if it was I think right Andrew after got his at 17, I think. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm older than him. You yeah, are, you are. Yeah. By, like, a, less than a year. Yeah. Seven months, I Seven. Think. Well, yeah, he's in my grade. Yeah. Um, anyway, so back on the topic here. This is interesting, the most useful tale. Well, you know, the thing, the cool thing with merit badges, and we talked about this before, and this is why the merit badges' shorts are going to be important. Merit badges are good, not that they completely teach you a skill or an industry or an interest, but they can spark an interest in an industry st skill or interest, you know? They can lay a foundation. Yeah. Like, if I want to take basket weaving, I am not going to learn how to create one of those basket pots that cobras come out of. But I'll learn how to weave a small basket, and then I can learn how to weave bigger ones later outside of the merit badge. Same thing with, like, uh, what is it, metalworks or welding merit badge, something like that? Yeah, um, merit badge. I'm not going to learn how to make a truck frame, but I can learn the basics and then practice and then turn those welds into a truck frame. Yeah, I can uh, learn about automotive maintenance on the merit badge, and then eventually I can slap twin turbos onto a car. You know, yeah. I, you know, I hate the fact we've been saying the name of that merit badge wrong. We say auto mechanics all yeah. the time. Yeah. That was the old one. Automotive maintenance. maintenance. Yeah, correction. And we'll, we'll do a, a more in-depth video to cover the rest of those requirements, because that was only 10. Well, we'll stick with this merit badge. That was only now. requirement 10. 
Yeah. That, that was see if you can find the book in there, Andy. It's probably behind you. See if you can find the book over there, Harrison. Uh, Andy. Andy. Chop, yeah. chop. Look in there. See if you can find the merit badge book. Yeah, we're currently looking for the automotive maintenance merit badge book for you we guys. We could just pull it up on our phone. Yeah, but that's in a Nah, nah, we got the books. Oh, now yeah, we have egg here, he needs to do something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andy, don't make too much noise now, thank you. That's a lot of noise. Oh, what was another thing I was going to talk about? Oh, yeah, okay, so here. You know, we've been referring to, referring to Andy, our egg over there. Different. Yeah, Andy, say hi. Hi. Different from egg. Okay, this is Egg, the mascot, E-A-G. He's important. That's Egg, the trainee, E-E-G. Right? E-G-G. E-G-G. Even less important than E-E-G. Um, but that's only because he's going to be the most recent Eagle Scout coming from our troop. So, once uh, more recent Eagle Scout come through and he'll move on up the branches into the nest. But for now he's kind of the egg we dropped out of the nest. Alright, so we did 10C, demonstrate how to check the conditions of a vehicle's brake system. <coughs> uh, B is explain the difference between disc and drum systems. Kinda ish. We that. did, but not to the extent that we would have liked. Yeah, we kinda did that. Explain the brake system, including anti-lock systems and how it operates. I don't think we mentioned no, anti-lock. And we did tires. We did um, explain no explain why wheel oh no demonstrate how check tire pressure and properly inflated tire check the spare tire blah blah blah. Explain the difference between we didn't do anything for no, tires. We thought we did something, but we didn't. <laughs> well, we, well, we, we, like I said, we'll break this down later, you know? I mean, we've got how many requirements here? Ten? Each of them are multi-parts? No, we've got twelve requirements. Yep. Yeah. I had about three career opportunities. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, That's we'll, something I like, the find three career op opportunities. Well, it makes it real. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, well, it's kind of like in math, how, okay, we learned Pythagorean Theorem. So what? But when teachers go and say, well, this is how you're going to calculate angles uh, to build a roof on a house. Oh, well, that's real, you know. That way I don't need to be going to the peak and then going to the corner and going to the corner. I just need to measure two of them or one of them at a side, you know. Aspect ratio. So as good as this is for the audio listeners, what are you doing? I'm looking to see if there's anything we can cover now without showing them a freaking tire. Oh. I mean, yeah, we could explain why alignment is important to the life of the tire. Explain what caster camber and toe wind adjustments are on a wheel alignment. Do you have... I don't know. Well, we okay. Yeah, so, Mike, we could we could do that on the regular podcasts. But then people are going to be searching through like a hundred different podcasts to figure out one merit badge. You're right. We're taking this book with us. <coughs> okay. Definitely not. We're not taking this book with us. Well, we'll take pictures Andy. of the requirements. Egg. Um, Andy. Egg. Chop, chop. So, what we could talk about though real quick for the last five minutes or so, and then we should probably get off to the meeting. Um, What's what is something of Boy Scout war we could discuss? 
because I feel like we should impart some kind of scouting knowledge. Um, let's. You know what? They've been talking a lot about uniforms. Okay. Yeah. None of us are wearing uniforms. We could explain a uniform someday. Um, let's talk about why uniforms are important. Uniform. Not just for scouting, but for companies, for schools. We all went to grade schools with uniforms. You went to a high school with a uniform. Yep. Mike went into the mil—excuse me, the military, which uses uniforms. Um, why do you guys think uniforms are important? What value do you see them? Because obviously, if people I have made mean, them, they're important. I, mean, I, I guess for uh, when it's like a school uniform, I mean, I don't want really to say they're important, but you kind of avoid all the like bullying because of what you're wearing type yeah, deal. Because you're all wearing the same you're thing. You're all wearing the same thing. You can't make fun of someone for wearing the same thing as you are because you're making fun of yourself. So that's mm -hmm. a school yeah. one. I can see and why And they also say, since you're wearing the same thing every day, you don't waste time picking out what you're going to wear. That, that was pretty helpful, yeah. <laughs> I didn't find it helpful. I thought so. I mean, I just kind of threw on the same clothes every day. I pretty much would wear jeans and t-shirt yeah. regardless. Yeah, and then, and then I think... As far as scouting uniforms, why would, I mean, yeah, they look dope and all that, right? Well, Unity. scouting uniforms, they're derived from military uniforms. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. kind of, yeah, that's true. Um, I can't, I mean, oh, why, well, why so, do we wear uniforms, though? Well, so, when I, when I discuss uniforms from a leadership standpoint, the things that uniforms do, you're right, it does eliminate bullying, well not eliminate, but it, it lowers bullying for what you're wearing. I'll still make fun of Mike for wearing sneakers. Um, I don't wear Because boots are what he should be wearing. But uniforms limit distractions as far as like visual distractions go because I no longer have to look at Mike and go, wow, did he clean that sweatshirt? I do wear the sweatshirt quite a lot on the podcast. But that's only because it's like we do the podcast like once a week. I do wash it between. You guys just happen to see me on the day I wear it again. Yeah. <laughs> we usually do record on Tuesdays. And he washes his sweatshirt. Smell but I can smell you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they, they, they limit distraction. They also create a kind of a sense of unity. You know, I mean, it's easier for me to accept Mike as an equal if he looks like me. Now, the problem with accepting Mike as an equal is eventually that uniform comes off. <laughs> but when it's on, correctly, I am always one. He can he there. can look like no, you're not. Um, he <laughs> he may look like an eagle or not an eagle, but an equal. What are your guys' biggest pet peeves when it comes to the scouts in their scouting uniform? Untucked. I agree with Mike. That's probably my only one because uh, neckerchiefs have never been like a huge thing for me. <coughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. One one unofficial rule. I probably shouldn't be preaching this because this is a scouting related podcast. I will never button the top button of any shirt. That's ever. True. You should, I don't think because I'm ever. a man. I don't think you should ever. Um, yeah. But I'll still put a neckerchief on. I'll still put a tie on. And I don't wear it loose either. I'm not wearing it, like, tight, but I'm not going to button that top button. Secondly, tucking the shirt in, that is a big one. My problem is when they tuck it into gym shorts or sweatpants. Oh. <laughs> that bugs 
the heck out of me. Bare minimum jeans. Yeah, bare minimum. If you have scouting pants, that what are the, I don't even know if there's a name for them, but the green scouting yeah, pants. Yeah, wear those. But yeah. I mean, I'll even accept like especially if you got some good-looking calves like Tony. I'll accept cargos, okay? It's cargos, yeah. But you gotta have a belt, and it's gotta be tucked into actual pants, okay? Unless you're doing running, which you should be wearing a t-shirt for, or a class B. Don't come to Scouts with sweatpants and shorts on. Unless it's been a rough day. Or shorts. Yeah, or shorts. Especially board shorts. If I see a Scout in board shorts uh, and his uniform, like it's beat fish, I'll lose my mind. I'll lose my, my pants. I won't. I think I Okay? Would, yeah. But if I was a scout, I would want to. Yeah. Um, as an adult leader, I yeah, will not. Get kicked out. <laughs> Stripped of your If brother. I see an adult leader, and I do see this, if I see an adult leader, but he, your dad does this, and it bugs me. I don't, but I don't think I've ever actually seen your dad in actual pants. Yeah. Um, if I see a, an adult leader wearing a scout uniform tucked into a pair of joggers... It takes all of my will not to smack them. It's my dad that wears like sweatpants <laughs> or uh, athletic pants or some or shorts. Dad can't pull off jeans though. Your dad doesn't work out. He does. Every day. Every day. Mike has been going to the gym ever since I met him. Yeah. He hasn't changed. <laughs> you even told me that he walks to the end of the block, or rather jogs the that end That was when I was like four. <laughs> so what do you, why do you think he's changed? <coughs> I don't know, man. I'm just supporting. He goes to the gym with his girlfriend. You guys think you're thinking they're going to work out? I've been to the gym with my girlfriend. We went to the hot tub, okay? Good. <laughs> um, that burns more calories than you think. That's what I used to cut weight. Yeah. Um, right. Anyway. Well... I'm just kidding. This has been the nest. <laughs> you, can, you can keep going. With Egg, Egg, Harrison, Mike, and Tony. Uh, his, his voice dropped, but he said, Mike and Tony. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Andy, you can. Uh, yeah, stop. no, you got to say caca. Yeah, caca. Andy, say caca. Caca. All right. That's what I thought. And cut. Yeah, and go ahead and close it down, huh? <laughs>